Hello everyone, welcome back to Newspaper Listen. Today's podcast, I'll be talking about coin collecting again. As a collector, I love talking about it, so let's get right into this. No, I never like went into in depth like how to collect coins. Now I'm probably gonna title this how to collect coins, how to coin collect, because there's a lot more to it than just, you know, what I said in the past on the podcast. So basically what you should do to start coin collecting is Decide whether or not you want regular everyday coins as, like, decide whether or not you want a coin collection that is old, like old coins, or if you want new coins as well, or even if you want a mixture. Because, like, when I first got into coin collecting, I collected any coin, any coin I would find. Believe it or not, I doubt any of you guys know this, but I used to mix my, my 2019 dimes in with my silver dimes. Until I realized both are worth different amounts. Um, But there's many different kinds of coin collecting. Like, if you're collecting coins just to get rid of them in the future to get money from it, that's a whole other story. Um, Honestly, I don't even consider that coin collecting, to be honest. Especially if you're just going to be getting rid of it in the future just to get money. Like, Like, I mean, like, rolling them up and bringing them to the bank. Like, if you if you save months, 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 months worth of, like, coins and then just to get rid of them, I don't consider that coin collecting. I, I consider that coin saving. Um, that's what I call it in my book. But <clears throat> now, there's that, coin, there, that, there's that coin collecting that people consider it, that people consider coin collecting. But there's also coin collecting that you actually keep the coins. Like, uh, like let's say you go to the bank. You get $100 and half dollars. You don't keep all the half dollars. Some collectors might keep all the half dollars, but instead, this type of collector would just keep the silver half dollars or anything bef- before 1970. 1970 and below that are silver. 40% silver, and then 64 and below is 90% silver. Like, it just depends on what you want to collect. First off, you should start start thinking on what you want to collect and learn about coin collecting before you end up going to get, like, a box of half dollars and not knowing which ones are worth anything, not knowing the errors and varieties that the coins can have. Like, um, let's say you want to start with pennies. Like, a box of pennies is $25. Now, there's a whole different way, there's a lot of different ways to find coins, but right now I'm going to be focusing on getting and finding coins from the bank because that's the main way to find coins without paying extra money. Like, I'll get to the way, I'll, I'll let you guys know the ways you can find coins by paying extra amounts of money, but you guys probably already know what I'm going to be saying. Like, basically, the only other way you can find, basically, the only way you can actually find a coin without, like, with paying the big amounts of money is, like, eBay, uh, Craigslist, they even charge a lot, um, you know, pawn shops, they all, they want your money. They're going to pay you what the coin's worth. They're not going to overpay you. Um, but like, let's say if you get a, a, like a big bulk order of coins from eBay, they're, they're going to shorten you probably because that's the reason why they're making it all in bulk. Um, it's because they want to shorten you. Um, I've actually dealt with that before I got scammed, um, by someone that sent a security load full of, of like mixture of Wheat pennies, dimes, nickels, and I got mostly hundred, like ninety percent, um, like ninety percent of them were the whole, the whole, the whole bag was like freaking wheat pennies, which was stupid. 
So I got a refund because in the picture they showed a lot more than what I received, like a lot more silver that I did not get. Obviously, silver is worth more, but that's besides the point. I'm I'm just trying to focus on like I'll talk about that more later. But right now I'm gonna be talking, focusing on the um the fact that you can go to any bank, like well any Chase bank in the United States. You can you can go to any Chase bank, and if you as long as you don't spend more than a hundred dollars on what you on what you want to get. Like, if you want to get $120.5, they're not going to let you. They stop at $100. So, I mean, you, so basically, like, four boxes of pennies is $100. Maybe you want to start there, or maybe just get one box. Like, I started getting one box, and I still only get one box of pennies. I've only got one box of nickels in my life. Obviously, banks do hold boxes of coins, if you guys didn't know. $500 is, um, like, half dollars go for 500 a box. Nickels go for a hundred a box. Uh, dimes go for two fifty a box, like dollars. Um, pennies go for twenty five dollars a box, and what else? Uh, dollar coins. No one really gets those. Goes for a thousand dollars a box. So yeah, there's that. Um, but I don't recommend getting the full amount right away. Like I like if you first off. Get a little from each bank and then mark down on the rolls where you, which bank you got it from, like which location. And whichever has like the best amount of fines is where you should go from from then on. Like who cares if it's like 20 miles away? Who cares even if it's two miles away? Go to the one that has the most fines. Because um, some people already go through all the coins that banks have and and they re-roll them and then, you know, go, bring them off or bring them back to the bank and then there you go. Like they... They do that until um, the bank basically has no good fines anymore. So, yeah, there's that. Um, but half dollars, I would say, is the hardest. Actually, no, dimes and quarters. Oh, yeah, quarters is also 500 I don't know if I said that, um, which is the same as half dollars. I would rather do half dollars and quarters. Quarters is extremely high, extremely hard to find anything valuable. Um, I don't know why. I guess they made a lot of quarters since 1964. They have, actually. They made a lot of quarters since 1964. Because ni- since 1964, they haven't done silver uh, quarters. Um, but half dollars are different. They stopped them, They stopped doing 40% silver in 1970. Uh, which I don't find many 1970 half dollars, to be honest. I don't know why. I don't find much after uh, the bicentennial years. Which is very weird. Um, I don't know if they, I don't know if they're, they're not an IFC, not intended for circulation. They started making half dollars. Like if you guys, you guys will see half dollars from like 2004. Like that's because, um, they stopped making them for circulation in 2002 or 2001, I believe. And then after that, I think it was 2002 and then 2003 and all the way up until 2019, they started making them not intended for circulation, meaning they don't send them out to like banks or anything they uh they actually just they're made mo- mostly in like sets i guess people they still make them for people i just don't think that they they don't send them out to cir- to the banks obviously so sometimes like if you find like anything above 2002 and a half dollar box um that that's considered a good find um because it's an ifc not intended for circulation and it's technically a collector's item um which is it's pr- it's much more easier to find those obviously than like your everyday silver from 1970 to below for half dollars 
Um, actually, I might just cover everything you should find, anything you should look for in this video for this uh, podcast. And yes, Jacob's not in this podcast today. That, that might have been just a one-time thing. He'll be coming back, though. Um, I, I know we're doing this every Friday. But yeah, <clears throat> so let's start with pennies, what you should look for in pennies. And then we'll make our way up all the way to the most denomination. But if you guys just want to stick to pennies, watch this part of the podcast. And then, you know, we'll go from there. So pennies. I suggest you guys going to the closest bank near you, closest Chase Bank. Any other bank that I know of doesn't let you get coins, like, without an account. Chase lets you get coins without an account. You don't need an account over to get anything less than $100. But if you do anything over $100 is when you need to make an account. Although I've tried getting anything, something more than 100 and they let me still. Um, I did, a, I think it was like $20 in nickels and then 100 ones. If it's easier for the bank tellers, they'll probably let you do it. Like if you just do 100 ones, it's going to be easy for them to get that out. But if you do like freaking uh, six boxes of pennies, which, be, which would be uh, $150, $150, that will be kind of hard for the bank tellers to get out. And they're probably not going to let... Not probably, they're probably not going to like that, so they're going to be like, oh, we're going to stop doing this, because, you know, um, but I actually went to my local, I've been going to my local bank, um, Chase, and it's pretty close to me, um, but I can't go there anymore, because they said they don't, they don't accept customers, just regular customers getting boxes of pennies anymore, Although their website says and they can get any anyone anyone without an account can get anything less than a hundred, but nothing over a hundred. So technically, they can't deny me getting a, getting boxes. Actually, I was only trying to get one box, and they they can't decline anything below a hundred dollars. And now it's twenty five dollars. So I don't know. Like I I guess I understand because, and I even told them that their website says that. Like their website says it's okay to get anything less than a hundred dollars but then it that they told me something that was pretty logical the pennies are for uh the pennies are for commercial use and that's pretty that's pretty uh self-explanatory but i guess they're just uh i guess they think i'm a little bit obsessed over it which i don't really understand personally but they're pretty cool they've helped me out one guy gave me like four rolls of wheat pennies or two rolls of wheat pennies one time that was a one-time thing it was around the holidays like now um, but yeah, there's that. Now you guys are probably wondering, can you go on with the wheat, pe- can you go on with the penny box? Cause I obviously have been talking about the chase problem I've been having, but so guys, if you're trying to get pennies, look for anything below 1982. Cause like, don't even worry about the 1982, um, large date, small date, zinc and copper. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about in 1982, they made, they made a zinc penny. They made zinc pennies and copper pennies. Ever since 1982, they made zinc pennies. They don't make them a copper anymore. I think they're only copper plated, maybe. Not even. I don't know. I, I think they're copper plated now. And just zinc in the middle. But before that, they did copper, like, like, uh, it was like 3% or something. Like, I don't, don't uh, mark me if, don't quote me if I'm wrong, but like, they did like 3%, 3% zinc and then the rest copper, like 96.5 copper. I don't know, guys, but. Um, I actually think they did bronze coins, bronze dollar or bronze pennies back when they used to do Indian heads, which is pretty cool. But I may I may be wrong with that one too. Um, 
But yeah, if you're looking for pennies, get anything below 1982. Don't even mess around with the 82s. All right, guys. They made copper pennies in 82. But if you don't have a scale, then it's not even worth weighing. Um, but obviously, copper pennies have more of a have more of a um, higher pitched tone when you when you uh, when you drop it onto a table or something. Like zinc pennies, they just sound like they don't sound as high pitched. Like you hear the the banging sound or the dinging, whatever noise you want to call it, sound like you hear the high pitched sound when you drop a copper penny. So if you have eighty twos and you just want to compare them. That's how you do it. And then they also have small dates in 82 and large dates, meaning 1982 is a little bit bigger than other pennies. They made, I don't know why they made different kinds. Like, it was pretty stupid of them because then the collectors had to have a bunch of varieties in their uh, coin books, um, which is kind of stupid in my opinion. But I guess it's kind of fun for some collectors that like having that happen to them. But guys, if you're looking for wheat pennies, anything below 1958 is what you want. Now, if you want copper pennies, anything below 1982 is what you want. Honestly, when I started collecting coins, I would never search for copper. But then I realized copper is worth a lot. Copper is worth twice a penny, I think. Like, a, a copper penny is worth twice its amount, I believe. Um, but wheat pennies, obviously, are worth more than copper pennies, I believe. Well, obviously, they are. Um, below From 1958, 1958 and below, they did copper pennies. Or uh, wheat pennies. If you guys don't know what wheat pennies is, wheat pennies are, they're, uh, they're pennies, like, Lincoln head on the front, and then on the back is a wheat, um, symbol. Um, they've done the memorial backs, like, stopped, they stopped doing it in 2008, so about 10 years ago, and since then in the United States, we've been having this stupid shield back scent. I don't like the shield, and I hope they, they change it. I don't see them changing it in, like, anytime soon probably i don't see them changing it in like 40 years or sooner than that um just because i know how they i know how they're i know their track record um no but look for uh wheat pennies but if you find an indian head indian head pennies with an indian on it that's what you're looking for like well no you're looking for everything but uh what you're really looking for is you know that coin or the Indian, yes. oh crap! The video's playing in the background. Sorry, guys. Um, what I'm I'm kind of sidetracked. Uh, like what you're looking for is wheat pennies, copper pennies, and then if you find the Indian head penny, that's below. That's any year below 1909. They made they made copper penny or they oh my gosh, I keep saying copper penny. They made Indian head pennies from 1909 to from no from 1859 to 1909. And then they started the Lincoln scent in 1909 to 1958. And in 1909, guys, they indeed, you guys probably know this. If you're, if, you, if you're watching this or if you're listening to this, you probably like coins. They had the 1909 SVDB, which is obviously worth almost $1,000, I believe. I haven't paid attention to how much it's worth now, but um, you, you guys will never find that in a... I'm like, well, nah, I mean, you guys might find it in a box, but what are the chances of that? One in a billion? Pretty much, because they only made 440-something thousand of it, of them. And they usually make billions of each coin. I mean, nah, there's kind of a chance. I doubt it, though. Um, 
But guys, don't over don't overthink it. Don't overhype yourself like saying I'm gonna find an Indian Ed penny in this box, and if I don't, I am going to not coin collect anymore. That's not how you guys want to think. That's not the right way to think, guys. Um, it's not the right way to think. But guys, um, that's basically it. But for pennies. So let's go on to nickels. If you guys are looking for nickels, the silver years for nickels were 35% silver from 1942 to 1945, I believe. In 1942, they actually... And I'm actually not even reading this off anywhere, so trust me on that. But in 1942, they actually did do just regular pennies. Or regular nickels as well. Um, made out of copper nickel, maybe? I don't know how they made it then. I just know that there was 35% silver from 1942 1945. Um, and different mint marks, obviously, for all the coins are, are uh, S for San Francisco, D for Denver, and P for Philadelphia. But on the penny, there's no, um, there's no, there's nothing on the penny for P besides, like, if you're, if it's a Philadelphia penny, there's not gonna be anything on it, just the regular plain date. There's not gonna be a mint mark or anything, no, no lettering. But if it's from 2017, you'll see the P. I don't know why, though. I think it's because, like, 200-year anniversary of Pennsylvania. I may be wrong. I don't know. Wait, no, it's Philadelphia Mint, right? Yeah, it's Philadelphia Mint. My bad. Not not Pennsylvania. It's Philly, Philly Mint. What's the difference? It's from the same place. Um, kind of. But, guys, if you want to look for nickels... It's kind of hard. It depends on the person what year you want to start looking for nickels. Like, what year you stop your fines at. Because um, I stopped my fines at 1960 and above. Anything from 1960 and below is what I keep. 1964 is probably the most common coin ever. I've found it. I have probably have found at least a thousand of them in my whole life. Because they are so rare they're the most rare, believe it or not, guys, fun fact, this, those 1964 nickels are the most common nickels, most, more, most minted nickels ever. You even find them just as much as 2019s. They've made, in 1964, the most nickels any other year. Um, it's crazy, guys. But for nickels, obviously, I go from 1960 and below. But you also got to keep in mind of proofs um, for all the different coins. Proofs are the shiny toned collector's coin that they usually have in sleeves. You can tell because when you turn it different ways, it actually has a shiny look to it. Those are collector's items. You can keep those. Um, Sometimes they have silver proofs for quarters, dimes, and half dollars, I believe. Um... But that's pretty much all for that. I have found... Okay, so there's also Buffalo Nickels, obviously. The Jefferson Nickels. And then there's Buffalo Nickels before 1938. I found maybe four of those in my whole life. Or not metal detecting, oh my gosh. Um, probably Probably found four in my whole life. And I probably only searched at least, like, four boxes altogether. Like, I haven't searched... I haven't searched boxes and boxes. I probably searched, like... I've went through one box, obviously, my whole life, but those rolls added up. The other loose rolls added up. Probably add to, like, four boxes. Um, I found a V-nickel before. 
a vehicle is from before 1913, I believe, or 1912. I don't know. See, if you guys are unsure of the dates, there's a thing called the Red Book, for, um, 2020 Red Book. It shows you any coin from the United States, and it shows you how much it's worth. For all different mint marks, you guys should get it, because if you're unsure of a year and think it's worth something, look in the book, and it shows you. Um, they have different grades you go by, like good, extremely fine, fine, um, uh, about uncirculated, um, brilliant uncirculated, uncirculated, proof, proof 55 or something like that they have a bunch of grades for coins some people grade differently some people give it a high grade some people give it a low grade um it it just depends um that's for nickels and uh for dimes obviously dimes are easy anything before 1964 you should keep 1964 and below you should keep actually sorry guys um obviously 2009 for all the all all coins from 2009 Quarters, half dollars, nickels, pennies, dimes, dollar coins, anything from 2009 had a low mint mark. Or, no, oh my gosh, had a low uh, mintage. Mintage means they didn't. Mintage is the amount of coins that they made or the number of coins that they produced, I believe. That's what the meaning is. Can't explain it that right, but that's what that means. And sorry, guys, hold on. That's what that means. Um, the hold on, guys. All right, I'm back. Um, that's what I meant. Mintage means the number amount amount of coins I make. All right, so twenty nine or two thousand nine was obviously the lowest because in a while for mint for uh, um mintages um because of the I'm pretty sure because the stock market crash. I don't know. I don't know if it's because of that or not. Maybe they were just behind on the coin making because they had to change a lot of designs. Um, I don't know, to be honest. But yeah, so dimes are easy, obviously. But let's go on to quarters. Quarters, I think as long as you know which years of silver were made. Like silver for quarters was obviously 1964 and below. Um, another reason they made a lot of nickels is because they stopped the silver with all the other coins altogether. Besides the half dollars, obviously. They started doing 40% silver for the half dollars um, instead of no silver at all. Like they do now. They just do copper, copper uh, nickel now. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that. I don't know. Um, I don't really collect the statehood kill to statehood quarters um because they're not worth any more than face value but people do collect them i don't know why like the statehood quarters are the quarters they made from 1990 the 1990s to like 2008 or 2009 probably think i think 2008 they stopped doing the state quarters it's with the the quarters with the states on the back i don't collect those i think they're stupid because they're not worth more than any much more than face value unless they're uncirculated um, but if I ever did a statehood quarter, I would just do the proofs. You guys, I already told you guys what the proofs are, so you should know what I mean by that. Um, but yeah. On to, uh, oh yeah, by the way, I forgot. This year they made W quarters, um, from the West Mint, um, or West Point Mint. 
at West Point, New York, they actually minted quarters. Only like 2 million of each five designs. So a total of 10 million um, mintage or minted, minted. Just, just 10 million. And believe it or not, guys, I can't believe the fact I found one at, I got one in change at Walmart. How does that happen when they only made 10 million of them? And two, 2 million of the one I had. That's just crazy. Um, obviously, now they make like billions, billions of coins. Um, but now it's going to half dollars. Half dollars are harder than any other coins. So I would stick the pennies first and then make your way up to the order I just told you guys about. Um, half dollars are harder harder to f- search for things. You can only find like maybe one, two, five silvers in one box of $500, which sucks. I didn't know that, but I guess that's true because I've watched videos on it. Which does suck. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's that. But if you want to search for silver, 1970 below are the, the years. 40% silver from 1965 to 1970. And then after that, it's just copper and nickel. Which isn't worth anything, to be honest. Um, or clad, whatever you want to call it. And then... Yeah. Um, they obviously do the NIFCs, not intended for circulation. I told you guys that in the beginning of this podcast, that they actually do those. And uh I don't know, that's basically that's basically it. Um to coin collecting at least, or collecting from banks, what you need to look for. But now I gotta talk about the eBay. So if you're buying from eBay, be cautious. Be very picky on what you buy. And if you're going to buy something, buy one coin and not a bunch of them. Just because I made that mistake before and I still do to this day just to see if I make the mistake again. And I usually do. Um, it's pretty much easy to buy coins off any any source. But if you want to buy coins, buy from eBay. Don't go, from, don't, don't go to Amazon because they know. They, they're going to scam us. They overprice all their products. And no, just don't go. To, don't start. Don't even. Don't make, don't make me start with Amazon. All right. Because um, I don't like Amazon. Take my word for it. Don't don't shop coins on Amazon. Do eBay because there's there's people that do that. People people do sell coins on eBay because most likely they have a pawn shop or just want to get rid of theirs. Get rid of their. Uh, grandfathers, grandmothers, anyone's collection of the relatives, which isn't a good thing, but I see that happen to, happening to my collection someday, sadly. Um, hope not, though. And if you want to do one thing with your coin collection, keep it safe. Because recently I've been losing, not losing, but um, misplacing, placing my coins at weird areas, and I need to get, I need to find a container to put them all in. So guys, I suggest getting like a Tupperware, big, big, huge Tupperware container, maybe even a bin, storage bin, if you have a lot, just so you can, uh, you know, not lose your coins. I've lost coins, guys. It's not a good thing, but I have. 
And uh, this video is sponsored by Spotlight, obviously. SpotlightVid.com is where you can upload videos. I repeat, SpotlightVid.com. S-P-O-T-L-I-G-H-T dot C-O-M. Spot- no, SpotlightVid.com. Dang it. I messed it up. S-P-O-T-L-I-G-H-T-V-I-D dot com dot C-O-M. <laughs> I'm just doing that to, to um, make this video longer because I'm trying to reach this to 30 minutes, but don't think that'll happen. Thank you guys for watching this podcast. Jacob might join into next week's podcast. I asked him if he wanted to hang out. He said no, so there's that. Sorry guys, he didn't want to make he didn't want to do this podcast with me. Sorry guys for not having him in the video, but happy that I got to spend time talking to you guys. And if you're watching this on iHeart, check it out on iTunes. If you're on listen tunes or whatever it's called check it out check out on all the other ones same with iheart check it out on itunes and s- s- listen tunes or whatever listen tones whatever i don't even know why i think i never even put it on iheart and somehow it's on iheart so that's pretty cool and weird actually i feel like my podcast is ending up on random sites um but this is newspaperless signing off have a great day And uh, next podcast will be the 13th. Friday the 13th. I didn't know that was a thing. Friday the 13th story. Maybe we can tell you guys spooky stories next week. Um, But yeah, guys, that's that. Um, If you guys enjoy this podcast, please drop a big like. Well, I don't know. Is there even likes on this? Are Are you guys even able to comment? I don't know. But anyways, Jacob, if you... If you're watching this, or if anyone wants to see Jacob in the video, or in the next podcast, please let me know. Maybe we can have some guests as well, because um, we can have family members. I don't see why not, because, you know, they just don't like showing their face. Alright guys, this is a Newspaperless, signing off. Have a great night. Have a great weekend, guys.